Welcome back to the Badass Literature Society, where badasses come together to rate and review novels recommended by you. Hi, I'm Michael. This is Barbara. And I'm Lauren. We're back for another bonus episode. This month, we're going to be talking about our favorite and least favorite books of 2021. So let's get into it. We're going to start, so we're going to just to kind of give you an idea, the listeners, just how this is framed. We're going to talk about our top five books and our bottom three books interchanged as we go. So we're going to start with the your number five book of 2021. Yeah, we're not going to go in any logical order whatsoever. <laughs> so my pick was 13, which was the, it's a Eddie Flynn series. It's number four. And I was actually really impressed with this book. I liked the characters. I liked the story. It was fast paced. The plot of trying to figure out who, even though you already knew the killer, because you get his perspective, but actually knowing who it is, is like twisty and all the things I love. Really, really like this book. And I was pleasantly surprised. And I definitely want to read the rest of the series. I actually need to go and pick that up. And I think it's in my TBR to be read later sometime in my lifetime. Hopefully this year, we'll see. Just too many books to read. But that, that was my pick for my number five. So for me, my number five was The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, uh, which was by V.E. Schwab. We read that for the podcast. I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was uh, one of my top books of the year uh, for all the reasons that I said in that episode. Uh, I've had an amazing story, amazing characters. I'll pretty much read anything V.E. Schwab writes because she's just that good of a writer. But uh, yeah, that's my number five. Yeah, my number five is also a podcast read. Well, I guess it wasn't our podcast. It was a guest episode. Yeah. Now so that I think about we, it, it wasn't yeah, ours. Yeah. I was thinking, oh yeah, it was ours because we got on and talked about it, but no, we were guests mm -hmm. on a different podcast, um, The Sleeper and the Spindle, which is a Gaiman book. And like Michael said, I'd read just about anything um, from that author as well. It was kind of a spinoff um, of a fairy tale. So it was a twisted fairy tale, which I also enjoy. That's like all the rage. Have you noticed that? Like, it's all the rage right now, and I feel like I have a lot of recommendations for you, Lauren, if that's what you like, from Book Talk, because there's a lot of new books that are coming out that is like that wheelhouse. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like exclusively what I like to read, but I really do enjoy the twisty, um, the twisty fairy tale genre. I don't really know what you would even call they that. They call them retelling, like fairy tale retellings, I believe is what the genre is now. Yeah. So like Cinder. I mean, mm -hmm. I love that. And like mm -hmm. this was, um, you know, in that kind of realm. So I thought it deserved a spot in the top five because I enjoyed it. And um, the audible version of this, just a shout out to the audiobook, was really neat because they actually had a full cast for it. And so there was like Instead of just one person doing weird voices, there were actually multiple people doing the voices for it. Oh, that's cool. So it was kind of like listening to a movie almost. But anyway, that's mine. So with that, we're going to bounce to the other end of the spectrum and talk about our number three worst book of 2021. And for me, that was Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo, uh, book one in that series. And I want to say like. I, I didn't hate the book. Like I'm not putting it here because it's like, this is an awful book and I'm going to crap on it for the next 10 minutes. I liked it. It just wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, I guess. And I didn't read a lot of bad books in 2021. So this one ended up on the list. But yeah, that was mine for number three. So I'm curious if I should take that off my TBR list because I have not read that, but it is on my list. 
I wouldn't take it off your list. I would say it's it's worth reading. Like I said, it's it's not an awful book. It's just not amazing either. And uh, the TV show was better <laughs> than the yeah. book when we so watched that. Just as it, so, remember when it was written back when this was written? Like it, everything that this book had was all the tropes that we used to love back then. You know, I I can't remember when this came out. Like two thousand seven or something like that. 2008 and it was like all the little tropey stuff that we liked in high school you know like the three or the triangle love stories you know the (laughs) the first person's perspective and like she didn't know she was magical but she is magical like all that stuff like everything that we used to love reading back then it just I feel like it didn't uh what is the word I'm looking for it didn't Age, Trans- well. age that's it it didn't age well for now and i'll get into more of later but yes okay well maybe i'll have to give it a try still we'll see my number three worst book because honestly i didn't get to do much more reading than the podcast reading um in 2021 unfortunately with a young child so i picked um the cuckoo's calling for my number three worst book and not because it's a super shitty book, but it does have a super shitty author, not talent wise, just just human being wise. Um, we've touched on that before. I also feel like kind of like you said, Barbara, about the Shadow and Bone book, just that the Cookies Calling, because of who wrote it, got really played up. Um, and I didn't mm-hmm. think that it kind of lived up to the hype. It's, yeah, the hype about it. I didn't yeah. think it was a bad book necessarily, but it definitely was not as blow me away as I thought it was going to be. So my pick for this, and I want to preface with that, that it, it's also not like an awful book. It's just, it, I feel like it was so overhyped on book talk through everyone else talking about it. And with the TV show, my pick was also shadow and bone. And it's not that I disliked it. It's just it fell a little flat for me. I I was expecting a lot more. And once I actually read it, it didn't hit the points that I guess I wanted to hit. And then I actually for once enjoyed the TV series more than I actually enjoyed the book, surprisingly. And what saved the book for me, honestly, was the world. I loved the world. I loved the magic system that she wrote, just the the world. I, I loved the universe that she made. I absolutely was not a fan of the main character. She's actually really annoying to me in a lot of parts. And not like, oh, she's doing it on purpose or like she's a gray, morally gray character. No, she's just dumb. And then you get like this, like, I would even say like maybe 40% of the book, like training montage of how crappy she was and then learning to be better. And it was so boring to read that. Whereas in the TV series, they made that much more interesting and really didn't have that. So that's why this is my pick. It's not a bad book. I still want to read the rest of the series because I heard it, which is funny because a lot of people say it gets a lot better. So I don't know what that says about that, but that's what I'm hoping for, for the series. And I'm still going to read the other ones in the series. It's just, I read a lot of really good books this, oh, I guess last year in 2021. And unfortunately this was not it. So let's hop back to the other side of the spectrum and talk about our number four best book. Okay, so my number four that I put, and again, I'm kind of limiting myself because normally I would read quite a bit um, for pleasure prior to having 
my daughter. Um, and so really I've just been reading for the podcast. And so all of my books are ones that you can also, you know, go to our other episodes and as hear more reviews on, but, um, my number four, shameless one, plug. <laughs> yes. But when we believed in mermaids, I put it as number four. It wasn't like my most favorite of 2021, but I think that it deserved to be on the best side because I liked the characters. I liked the writing style. I enjoyed the plot and I just overall, it was a enjoyable book to read. Um, and I think I gave it a pretty high rating too. So that was my number four. So mine is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. I didn't think I was going to like it so much because once again, Book Talk like really, really hyped this book. And I always feel a little trepidation whenever we get a Book Talk or someone from like or Book Talk people really hype up books because I feel like maybe it's not that great or it's not a genre that I enjoy. And I know this book, V. Schwab, said that it's a lot different than most of her books. And it really was like, did it have a little bit of fantasy elements? It did. But at the end of the day, it's a story about a girl and a curse essentially. And I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. And I just think it really showed her writing prowess. Like she is a hell of a writer. She's a beautiful writer. The way that she can paint a picture in your head with just words was amazing. And I really, really loved it. I loved the characters, they're beautifully flawed. I don't think they were perfect. I hate when characters are overly perfect. I loved the, well, I don't want to get into any spoilers, but just the overall plot was really good. And the characters and the stories and motivations of characters and side characters, I really enjoyed it for the most part. That's why it's my number four. Hi, and my number four best book was Gideon the Ninth by Tamsin Muir. I really enjoyed Gideon the Ninth. It uh, was it was different, very different for a fantasy book. I loved the characters. I loved the world. It was just a, it's a very unique book. I gave it very high ratings in the podcast, and it had to be on this list. So number four best book for me. So now back to the uh, dark side, so to speak. Once uh, again, the number does not make sense. <laughs> number two worst book of 2021. So this one I read, it, it wasn't a podcast book. And it's called The Seven or Eight Deaths of Stella Fortuna. And the jacket cover for the book is very misleading. I was expecting more of kind of a satire or comedy, and it was not at all that. It was very serious and drama-filled, and there were some scenes I was not a fan of and things that I was kind of just tired of reading and it really slogged. It was kind of boring. The only thing I liked about it was that it took place in Italy. Part of it took place in Italy and it's about an Italian family. So I really enjoyed that. But outside of that, it was just not great. Just not a great book. I do not recommend this book at all. So that's my pick. So my uh, number two worst book was Lauren's number four best book. I really did not like- Oh, I didn't see that. I just now noticed that. <laughs> really did not like When We Believe in Mermaids. Hey, um, to each their own, man. To yeah. Own. And that, that's what I was going to say. It's nothing against the author or the book. I, I, I think that there's an audience for it and- You're not it. It's, it's not me. You're not it. <laughs> I'm not the audience. Um, I, I, I didn't hate the book. It's not like I like, you know, was like, I can't do this. It's horrible. Like it, the writing was good. It's just not, I like, like Barbara just said, <laughs> there is an audience and that audience is not me. That's fair. So I literally wrote that I can't think of anything else for the worst book, which is partially true. I'm sure I've read some bad books in 2021, but 
because of my limited reading time, um, hopefully I'm going to do better in 2022. We'll see. Yeah, just being limited to the podcast books that we've done and um, kind of looking back over those, I I really did not, um, I did not select a number two worst book. Maybe it's a good thing because it's like you maybe didn't read really crappy books for the podcast, but they True. weren't like super great either. So they're neutral. So I guess it, it's a good thing it didn't make the crappy yeah. list. <laughs> well, yeah, because I looked at a lot of them and I was like, well, I mean, I didn't love that book. Like, would I reread it? Probably not. But like, does it right. deserve to be right. on a worst book list? No. So <laughs> I opted to just not put anything on this one. So that's fair. So moving on from that, we're going to talk about, we're getting into the top three best books for us for 2021. And we're going to start with number three. And my number three best book of 2021 was City of Brass. Uh, I loved City of Brass. It was recommended to us by by a friend of mine. And I I'm I think we bought the second book, right, Barbara? We own the second book in the series. Yeah, I I, I bought it. Like as okay. soon as I was like, oh, bye. It was yeah. on sale. And I was like, Man, nope, must have. <laughs> such such a good book. Can't recommend it more. It it was the story was amazing. The characters were amazing. The world was amazing. It was so refreshing to see a fantasy story set in a like a non traditional fantasy world with non traditional fantasy characters. Let's I, be honest, white people and European. That's what yeah, we're we're yeah. saying. I loved it. I loved <laughs> it. I'm excited to read the other two books, and I'm sure we'll we'll do a bonus episode for those as we read them, maybe. But uh, but yeah, City of Brass was my number three. Well, I'll talk about City of Brass later, but my number three was thirteen, which I think was. Barbara's fifth, fifth yeah, one. It made, it, yeah, it made the list for me. Made the list. I really it liked did. 13. Um, and that is, you know, like when they say, oh, there's an audience for it. That's me. 13 combined all of the genres that I read regularly. The crime, the lawyer stuff. The like, murder. The murder. <laughs> um, the great villain that we love. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful villain. Just really good plot. Really good twists and turns you know without spoilers just the point of view of the book was really like genuinely done too so yeah i really appreciate and i can't remember who recommended it to us now but i appreciate whoever did um for the podcast and yeah that definitely was up there in my i would say not even just in 2021 but just in general one of my you know oh wow really i really enjoyed yeah it'll make my like my top 30 Mine would be Realm Breaker, number one in Realm Breaker series. I don't know if it's called something else now that I think about it, but I we read this. We did a bonus episode on this, Michael and I did, and then we technically read it to be featured in a different podcast. Should go check that out as well. And I really, really liked it. I liked the characters. I liked the plot and the fantasy aspect it was nice to see badass women because it's it's rare to see fantasy books with women characters that aren't just there for plot points or for men to ogle over ogle over whatever however you say that word but that's why i really liked it i thought it was well written and i cannot wait for the second book in the series to come out and it's definitely in my tbr Let's be honest, all these books are like in a series and they're all in my TBR list. It's just a never-ending list of great books to read. And yeah, I'm just excited to read the second one. I really, really liked it and love the characters and the plot. All right. So now we're going to wrap up our list for worst books of 2021 by talking about 
the worst book of 2021. This cracked me up. It, yeah, it is pretty funny. <laughs> Lauren, you want to kick us off? <laughs> Do you want to give us the <laughs> honors? Um, so I chose for the worst book of Should we all say it together? Yeah. It's a, we literally all three chose. Unanimous. The same yeah. Unanimous but Let's, let's, yes. all, let's all try and say it together on okay. three, three, two, one. You literally said Southern... on three and then counted off. You did say on three. <laughs> one, two, three. The Southern, the Southern Book Club, Club Guide for Vampires. Vampires, Michael. Man, it was, and you know, a shameless plug here. Just because the book was bad doesn't mean the podcast was. So take a listen um, if you want to. It was actually our most recent episode. Yep. Before this one will air. and It's a hell of a um, way to end the year, man. It was. Um, it was, yeah, there were some good things about it, but overall it was just... Not great. Not good characters. Only one character in the whole thing had a character arc, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. I was so. so bummed. I was so looking forward to reading that book, too. Like It, it just sounded well, the, like it was going to be right up my alley. The name of the book, the back of the book, like everything was like hyping this book up, and it just fell flat, and it was not great. I mean, the one spoiler better. alert that I will give people is you can just take the S off the end of the title if you want a more yeah. realistic description exactly. of at least... At least the vampire, and there's aspect. no guide either. Another spoiler: there's no guide. It just, it, ugh, just yeah, it's just not, not great. So I, I thought that was pretty funny that that was all three of our worst yeah. books. Of <laughs> that is uh, yeah, yeah. It was not, not great. Not no, a great book. And it's unfortunate. Like the author can write well. Like he's not a bad writer. Like I enjoyed the way he wrote, but it was yeah. just. The writing no, style wasn't bad. The, no, just, there's just a, like the that redeeming quality didn't redeem all the trash of what happened. Like crap characters, not great character arcs for anyone. But like really, like Lauren said, like one character, the bad guy was okay, but then he did some crap stuff that none of us enjoyed and thought was not needed. So that kind of took that that good aspect of a well-written bad character out. Like the side characters weren't, none of them were great. None of them were memorable. So it was just kind of like not great. Not overall, not a good book. That's my two cents for that one. Yep. So that's the end of our worst book list. Let's get back to our best book list. Talk about number one and number two. So first, obviously, let's do the number two best book of 2021. Mine would be City of Brass. I really, really, really like this. I mean, it obviously all three of us did because it made all of our lists in different sections or different parts. But still, you know, to make all of three of our lists, I think that's the only book that did actually make all three of ours. So that just proves to you how good of a book it is. No, the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampire. (laughs) (laughs) But in the bad category. So it's not not something to be proud of. (laughs) But... It was just refreshing. Like I loved the setting and like Michael mentioned, like it's nice to read a fantasy novel that isn't your stereotypical European-esque where that's the, the, what is the word I'm looking for, Michael? Like the, where they wanted to get the, like obviously fantasy books aren't based in realism or like some of them are, but uh, it's like, you know, dragons and no, no, not a trope. Like most fantasy books are based off of European, like folklore. 
Not not folklore, bro. From the like <laughs> old like dark times and stuff when you had horses and swords gotcha. and chainmail. What is that called? The Middle Ages. Well, Medi- uh, medieval times. Uh, sure. You know what? Thank you for participating in my <laughs> craptastic way of trying to say things. Anyways, it's refreshing to read a book that is not based off of European medieval times, I guess. That's not what I'm trying to say, but I'm not going to spend 20,000 years trying to figure out what I'm actually trying to say. But I love the characters. I love the plot. I love the setting. I loved learning about the background of where she got the ideas from the books and learning more about the culture and all of these things. Loved it. Obviously, I bought the second book. I will be reading it. I'm hoping I actually there's no hoping I will be reading the second one this year. And hopefully the third. I just have a lot of books to read and a lot of series. But it's going to happen because I really, really liked it. And I was so excited to read the rest, especially because the series is completed. They're all out and I can just gobble up the whole series now. So. So for me, my number two best book was Realm Breaker by Victoria Aviard. It's the first book in the Realm Breaker series, as Barbara mentioned. Absolutely loved it. It, uh, As those of you that have been listening for a while know, I love Lord of the Rings. And Victoria Aviard even said in an interview, this was her, like, her love letter to Tolkien. And it's very much a Lord of the Rings-esque adventure. Grand adventure, Par- big, like a, the the, big party. The, par- the party. You know, it's it's it was just it was really really good. It was so enjoyable to read. I couldn't recommend it more to those of you that like fantasy. And really, I think that if you don't, you're not a huge fantasy fan, you might even like this one because it's it's just that that good to me. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Five stars. I gave it on <laughs> on Goodreads. It's one of the highest rated books I had of 2021. So for me, my number two best book was the same as Barbara's. Uh, City of Brass, which, again, was one of the ones we read for the podcast. I liked it for literally all of the reasons that Michael already mentioned earlier and that Barbara mentioned now. I am not, like, a high fantasy, uh, crazy, like, like Michael-esque. Um, <laughs> like, you can put I, me in that category, because I actually, now that I think both. about it, I, I read a lot of fantasy books. I'm doing so much better after <laughs> the podcast are. of enjoying fantasy a whole new books. world for you. I know. <laughs> Well, and I liked Elantris, and I like, I mean, there's, there's been f- several that I would never have picked up and read myself, but have enjoyed. But City of Brass was just really good. And like Barbara was saying, it's, you know, one of the, it's refreshing to not have roots in the European. That's influence. it. That's what I was trying to say. Like the roots and like where they, they got the, I not the idea, man, I, I need to like, influence. I'm going to come the influence. That's the word. Yes. Lord. Yes. <laughs> the influence. It's not influenced by European culture. Hail yeah. Lauren for the word that I was trying to remember. I do what I can, <laughs> but yeah, it had amazing characters. The world was amazing. The action was great. The, the, I just, I didn't feel like I was ever bored. There were obviously like slower sections, but it definitely, kept me interested which is you know for me that's big for that type of book just yeah because. i was gonna say for fancy <laughs> books that's saying a lot <laughs> sometimes like even with elantris i ended up liking that one in the end but i did not like it at first like i was like oh my gosh michael what did you choose so anyway that was my number two all right it's time drum roll please best book perfect Perfect. That's uh, you guys should be sound effects people. That was such an accurate drum roll. We should we try. 
We finally made it the best book of 2021, at least for us, the best book of 2021. For me, it was an easy choice. Uh, the Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. Uh, it's the first book in the Stormlight Archive. Can't say enough positive things about this book. It, it was The characters are awesome. The world is awesome. The magic system is awesome. Why are you guys laughing on video right now? We're just making funny faces to each other because oh. we haven't read this book, so we have no idea what it is. Fair enough. That's all. Yes. I it's know an Brandon book. Anderson. I would recommend it to both of you. I mean, you guys both like Delantris. I know it's not likely you'll pick up this one in, in because of the length. It's like a thousand pages, but. It's more the fact that it is like, the, it's, it's a planned like 20 arc series and ain't nobody got oh time my gosh. for that. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be 10. Yes, ten yeah. with over a thousand pages. Like that's just a lot. Like I love some big books, but like not ten big books because at this point you're just dragging out the damn story. And somehow Brandon Sanderson manages to write it in a way where it doesn't feel like he's dragging out the story. Looking at you, Stephen King. And it's just I can't recommend it high enough. If you love fantasy, you'd love this. I, I own all four of the books that are out and plan to uh, to try to read at least some of the other three uh, this year. I think it took me. What was it like three or four months to read this one in it between took you a long ass other, time, other yeah. podcast books? So I was trying to yeah. squeeze it in between, but that's my best book of 2021. My best book of 2021 was the Alice network. And that was also a podcast book. I really enjoyed it. I liked the historical aspect of it. Um, I liked that there were uh, multiple badass female characters represented. The storyline was just really good. I, just would highly recommend it. If you want more spoilers, you can listen to our, our podcast on the hint, Alice hint, Network. Wink, wink. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was really good. Even the supporting characters had character arcs. Everybody, I mean, everything was just really well written. And so when I was looking back over which ones I could say, like, I truly, man, like, that was a really good... It was between City of Brass and, and the Alice Network. So the really the order on my top two are kind of interchangeable. But yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I feel like this year I read a lot of good books. It was really hard to just pick five of the ones that I really liked because I feel like in 2020 it would be the opposite. Like I would have no trouble picking some of the bad books versus like really good books. But or yeah, 2020. But in 2021, I feel like I read a lot of good ones. So this was hard. But my favorite would be Gideon the Ninth, which is also in a series called the lock tomb series it's number one in it and i just absolutely fell in love with this book it's all the genres that i like in one book and i've never read a book quite like this before that because i kind of have a wide spectrum of genres that i like like i like fantasy or high fantasy which i didn't realize i liked that until we started doing the podcast i really like science well like bits of science fiction. I like murder mysteries and that this book literally had all of them. And the author, I'm like, whoever was her publicist or had to like, be like, what genre are you picking? Like, it would be really hard to pick a genre for this book because it really is all over the place. I absolutely loved the characters. I loved the plot. I loved the humor in it. It's my type of humor I just really, there wasn't anything I disliked about the book except that it ended. That's what I disliked. I just could not get enough of this book. So that's my favorite book. I think everyone should read it. If you like different genres like I do, 
and enjoy that and you have kind of maybe a dark sense of humor because <laughs> I do and I even had a little bit of like gothic horror in it too love that crap like love everything about this book it's great I cannot wait to read the second book that's already out and the third book I think she just announced it that it's going to come out and sometime in 2022 and I cried tears of joy and frustration because I have to wait that long so that I'm putting off reading the second one because as soon as I read the second one it's over then I have to wait the dreaded amount of waiting for books to come out and that's like my least favorite thing to do in the world is waiting for books to come out that I'm really excited for as every reader knows the pains that we go through for this but that is my book freaking cannot recommend it enough loved it so there you have it. Uh, it's the Badass Literature Society's top five books of 2021 and bottom three books of 2021. Have feedback about today's episode? Contact us by writing to badassliteraturesociety at gmail.com. You can also send us a DM or leave a comment on Instagram or Facebook. And make sure you're following Badass Literature for free in your favorite podcast app. Give us a rating and leave us a review if they allow you to. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. Our username is BadassLitPod on Instagram and Facebook. And with that, we'll see you guys next time. I'm Michael. I'm Barbara. I'm Lauren. Bye. Bye. Bye.